Welcome to the Tangent Lounge. I'm Gary. I'm Dory, just Dory. And we are here at the cast party of Idiot Box. And those yes. of you who missed it, Canadians and otherwise, <laughs> missed the fuck out. It was uh, the greatest play, <laughs> I'm going to say, ever. It, it was the greatest play ever. Yeah. It was, I mean, it wasn't, and here's the thing it wasn't a play, per se. It was more of sketch comedy, like SNL, but I'm going to go with better. Oh, yeah. Way fucking better. Oh, yeah. Way yeah. fucking better, yeah. Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Since season, season one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So as a synopsis for those who didn't see, uh, the story of Idiot Box written by our local genius, uh, Michael, who was in another episode of the Tangent Lounge, which yes, we will eventually get coming to. Um, we might actually, we're going to do some shit out of order just to be fun. So you'll you'll meet Michael at a later or earlier date. He wrote this play, uh, I'm going to say with garbage bag of weed, probably. Because... <laughs> The uh, the creativity that it took to come up with this whole thing. Oh yeah, it, it's it's a mind fuck, but it's 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 what SNL used to be. Exactly. When they had that sort of edge, you know. It it follows the the, the evening adventure of one Larry, who is yes. in his uh, his easy chair, taking in a little TV after a long hard day. Uh, his ex wife yes. Kathy keeps calling. I kind of got the sense that maybe Kathy wants to get back together a little bit. You know, she's, she's I, I keeping tabs Kathy on does. it. I think they're having a hard time, you know, kind of separating. Well, he says, quote, unquote, the divorce is not going well. Right, right. You know, so he he just wants ago. to watch a little uh, watch a little TV and, and take it easy. Yeah. And uh, things get weird. And then yeah, they, they get do. a lot fucking weirder. You know what I'm going to do right now? Are you? Watch this. Listen to this, kids. That's Velcro. Okay. We love you know what I'm doing? of that. It could be stripper pants. Oh, in go the Bucky teeth. So, oh, yeah. I had to uh, play an inappropriately Asian like man from the fifties. Picture uh, Harry Go Rightry from yes, uh, Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney in space. To, yes. So I have my my Mickey Rooney teeth in right now. We're just gonna fuck the microphone up, probably, huh? Can you uh, hear me still? Uh, yeah, yeah. Not bad. Uh, I'd get him out. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Fun to watch, but it's a visual gag. So that uh, the the way the the evening progresses is Larry starts off watching just a regular old TV show with a, a couple and their kid, you know, and it's like a, a family sitcom yeah. where the two of them are arguing. Which reminds me, Where's okay, Tamara? here's the way we just this just in. This is a big ass cast. This, this just in, Dakota, who Our is in race new, now for new? for fan number one. Right, he um, is taking Anissa on Anissa. Was initially initially okay? Really, have some more already? Wine, Jesus Christ! Fuck me. You know what? Here's the madness. I only had like like a, a drop of breakfast. Okay, and now and I'm having several drops of wine. Yeah. So suck it. So here's the thing. Anissa was our number one fan. Right. And Dakota, and sh- however, he's he's coming up from so the this rear. Is so Dakota, as they everyone, say. say hi, Dakota. Hello, everyone. So nice to that so nice to have you listening to my voice. Sound of his voice. <laughs> it's a real honor to see the Tangent Lounge. This is actually record how we make the make the sausage and pack you know, the fudge right here. Like all my dreams are coming true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love watching fudge packing. <laughs> Hours and hours of internet footage. Yes, it's so beautiful. So uh, yeah, this is uh, this is how we uh, we do it here. Yep. Usually at this point, I fuck up the, the sound and it we yeah. lose an episode or at least. Yeah, and his wife will come down and fix it, and then we'll do it again. Yeah, but we are trying. This is Virgin recording. We're yes, going to try. Is. If I don't look directly at the mixer, it <laughs> might just work. Oh shit! I forgot to start our backup. Oh, you need to start. The so backup, I have a backup. Yeah. Uh, thanks to our pod mother. Sandra, Sandra, she said, hey, how about you back it up? And we thought, well, hey, you know what? I got this uh, 
Did she actually ask ask us to back that thing up or back it up? Back it up, whole... back it up, back it up. Okay. She's like, well, why don't you have another recorder? And you know what? We have this really bitching recorder here that we could probably do the whole podcast on anyway. We should so. ask Dakota some things. So, Dakota. Yeah. Tell us about Dakota. Yeah, tell us about Dakota. Well, I am from a very small town called Tillamook. You may know us for our fine dairy products, such as cheese, ice cream. Come smell our dairy air. Yeah, literally. Or Jesus Christ. They're two, they have two models. Well, Jesus Christ is actually from there. Um, I helped crucify him. Just so we could have his rebirth as a cheese curd. You weren't that fucker that just stabbed him from him. You know, that guy that was hanging out. I mean, yeah. That's a, they, pretty, yeah, that's a pretty dick move right there. They called me Curtis instead of <laughs> Judas. Um, but it was quite the struggle. I love dairy-based humor. <laughs> <laughs> it's so popular with the young kids. It is. Uh, so, yeah, from Tillamook, we actually have more cows than people in the county. Smells um, like it. So I've learned how to entertain cows as opposed to people. Do so. they? Okay, now, the, the age-old, everyone, the question on everyone's mind, is cow tipping a thing? Uh, yeah. Cow tipping is not a thing. Okay. I thought so. Cows don't get scared enough to fall down. Here's the madness, though. Let me, let me bust in from it. This yeah. just in. Get in. In California, cow tipping is a reality. And you because did this? My fr- yes. No. My, yes. Yes. My friend Donnie. They eventually got a cow to tip over. It was really not pleasant, and I really don't recommend it to anyone. Okay. I think the reason that people don't actually cow tip is cows are the livelihood for so many people there. You'd be a people, real dick. Yeah, to you do just that. don't go fuck with people's farms. That's yeah. Because you know, Mister Farmer will come out with his bazooka. Because it is a rural, you know, Oregon town. Oh yeah, yeah. Bazookas probably are there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need my guns, you know. Yeah. Farming flamethrowers. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> How else do you fight off coyotes? <laughs> Did the guys that bring the Mexicans over the border? <laughs> Watch it. Wow. <laughs> no, the Mexicans from the border just stay there and work in painting. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So are you a fan of Tillamook? Do you ever see yourself going back? Or are you like most small town people that once you got out, you are the fuck out? Um, the only way I would go back is I'm going to school to be a teacher. And if I work there for five years, they'll wipe out my federal student loans. Oh. So I see it as like maybe a potential. Is it? It has to be there? Well, no, it's just one of, it's a um, Title I school district, so over half of the population is in poverty, um, oh. and so if you work for a Title I school district for five years or more, they'll wipe out your federal student loans. Yeah, that's bitching. Yeah. Um, sure beats so the I, hell out of inner city gangbanging and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Potentially. I, um, yeah, I don't think we've actually ever had a lockdown at the high school. Well, so. they ain't over yet. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh, what's the pep- poverty level these days? In Tillamook? Um... Pretty high. I want to say it's like 73% of all of the students are in poverty. Oh, I meant uh, the dollar amount you had to make. Oh, the dollar amount. <laughs> <laughs> they used to joke when I lived in Seattle. It was like, man, if you don't make 100 grand a year here, you get, you get handicapped parking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. are handicapped. No, I actually, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, prob- it's not that high. Huh? I have no idea. Most of them don't make much. I'm just super getting drunk and get a, pizza. Get the mouthful. No, I've got a mouthful of food. That's what people want to hear. And that's, yeah, the people want to The poor that. people we're talking about that can't afford no. to eat. Go on. Yeah, no. send me some luxurious pizza. Oh, would you like some pizza? Oh, tough luck. Sorry. Yeah. Should we just like interview everybody from the cast? Do you want to do that? Might as well. Yeah. Let me go grab somebody else. So you guys like do some... Um... What are you, done with Dakota already? What the fuck? Well, no, I'm not he, done He with earned this place. Well, no, I mean, no, I'm just saying. Out, you mean, what, you tell me what you need to do then. I'm not in charge here. Go ahead. I'm not fucking in charge here. Well, if you want to interview other, Jess is coming over to be interviewed. Jess, do you want to be interviewed? Okay. Let's share Hell some yeah. Get up on that with, uh, with Gary. We can keep Dakota on this side of the room. I was going yeah. to try to make Dakota break. Yeah. No, because we're going to have Dakota on this side of the room. Oh, okay. yeah. 
So Jess here was you my daughter really in one of our close. sketches. The oh, problem was so sexy. Unfortunately, oh, let's do this. Okay. There we go. So Jess played my daughter in the opening sketch of the show, yes. and uh, second night of performances, I look down at the piece of paper I'm supposed to look down at, drawn with yes. big cock. Huge. The head was as big as the balls. So I would like to say was that wrong. was modeled after me. Okay. Yeah. After I just said something was wrong. Okay. Yeah. All and, right. Yeah. And then today. More cocks. Now, was that, was that there the first time? I don't remember. I think it was just the one, right? It was just the one. Today, I added three more penises. I added a vagina. I added a butt. And I added tits. So oh, I missed all that. I prefer those. I was very representative. Okay. Well, that's, that's of very of nice of you. And nobody seemed to notice that I pulled the paper out of your hand and aimed it back at you, hoping to <laughs> deflect a little bit. I know. No, I noticed. I thought you were trying to show the audience all the penis that I drew. <laughs> I was rather concerned about that. <laughs> My grandma was in the front row and I was like, she's going to see all these big cocks on, on this paper and be like, oh God, what show is this? Good thing you didn't use a Sharpie. No. <laughs> Next time. Yes. Next time I'll just draw it on my face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Sequel. So, uh, yeah. Uh, now you are an improver yourself, right? Yes, sir. And uh, I th- you, were you in the last Smackdown? I was not in the last SmackDown. I took my turn out uh, for that SmackDown, but I'm in the SmackDown troupe, so I should be in one of the next two. Aha. Uh-huh. And speaking of improv and uh, that, uh, the, the ilk, uh, they've been doing the Mystery Science Theaters uh, yes. there at the theater. And are you in the next one in April? I'm, in the, I'm actually in the, not the next one, but the one in the summertime uh-huh. with Michael, myself, and Sarah. Beautiful. Ooh. So that should be fun. Yeah, yeah. Do you, know, you know what the movie's going to be? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Do you know what the movie's going to be? I don't know. Probably something really dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing. Citizen right. Kane. Yeah, what's well, yeah. Godfather, all three. Yeah. Just we make it an all-night thing. Everybody's just going, wow, this movie's really good. Okay. <laughs> all the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Pull me back in. Director's cuts. Yeah. Nice. That will uh, that'll keep us... Keep us occupied for a bit. So, uh, what do you what do you got next? What's up with you? What's uh, what's what's happening? Uh, improv. We have a SmackDown coming up at the end of April. We have two because we sold out the last one. So yeah, we do. Well, we're yeah. going to be at that. Yeah, we're going to be at that. You guys yeah. will be good. Yeah. Dakota and I will both be there because we we're will. both in we're the be, SmackDown we're, troop. Oh, are you now? Yeah. Yes. Nice. Have you been on stage yet with them? Huh? Have you been on stage yet with the SmackDown? I have not yet. Um, it's actually this is my first like round of doing improv. I've never done it before and just thought I'd audition and I got in. So hey. was, it was more of like one of those yeah, things where I'd be like, Oh, I'll try it out, like I probably won't get in and then I got in and was like, Oh fuck. Now like, I'm in. Yeah. Now I gotta figure it out. <laughs> that happened to us in student government when I was in high school. Like, <laughs> we we would do these speeches or the the election speeches mm-hmm. and my friend Donnie and I was it was around the uh, Hans and Franz era of Saturday Night Live <laughs> so we went up in the gray sweats with the with the uh, weightlifting Come belts on. on and we just wanted to do it we had no interest in per- performing the duties of the office and won by a landslide <laughs> nice yeah. okay now here's the madness at some point in time not tonight I need to tell you how I rigged an entire election at my high school to make a person who didn't exist win thank you that's <laughs> hey. up on an episode Steve for that so stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Wow. And we have here now our uh, spirit animal, our horcrux, or whatever you call him. <laughs> and he's about to take a bite. And Michael. Hello. Hello. Michael has been featured on other episodes that you'll hear uh, probably before this one. I'm guessing, yeah. That's right. I was on uh, your hidden episode and your 25th anniversary episode. With Dean Martin. That's right. With Dean Martin, yeah. Yep. And Marty Feldman. Marty yep. Feldman was there. And I was your, I was your one thousandth customer. So, why do I got, you look at me when you say that? 
Because you've had a lot of customers, Well, ma'am. I guess I have. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'll throw a little baking soda on that. So we also have uh, <laughs> Russ here. Put some ginger on that. <laughs> Speaking of ginger. So tell me. What? What makes you tick? What, what's, what's Russ all about? Why 1S? <laughs> because 2 is redundant. That's true. The second S is always silent. Exactly. Yeah. And now it's invisible. Well, that was riveting. <laughs> <laughs> Drink more, goddammit. Get interesting, would I'm you? I'm trying. I'm trying. I got, I, got, I got the Abelure here, which was a gift from Harriet. Very nice. Oh, yes. We should probably describe tonight's uh, the, the lounge experience. So we brought the lounge to the to Harriet's fabulous abode. Yeah, it is totally. It's a uh, it it's a pretty fucking fabulous place. It is. The ceilings are three hundred feet high at, at least. least, and there's a little guy yodeling the currently rope, at the very top. Blocker. So that's important. Speaking of which, a, a quick tangent. Anybody here seen the walk? Robert Zemeckis' recent film about the guy that walked between the Twin Towers on a tightrope. Oh, no, I have not, but I saw the original documentary of the guy who did it. Yeah, Bird on Wire, Man on yeah, Wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was fucking nuts. In French. So, yes, there you go. Nuts in French. I did notice that in the documentary they mentioned after he became famous for the walk, he fucked around on his girlfriend and lost her, and it didn't work out that way in the actual movie. Asshole. She just had some stuff to do and left. God damn it. Okay, so tonight... French. Uh, tonight... We had the final show. Well, the matinee, we had the final show. Yeah, the final matinee. Final matinee. I'm really glad we got the talk ahead of time about how what a letdown the matinee was going to be. Well, I'd see that I knew that was coming, though. I knew it was coming. And for those of you who are listening who don't give a fuck, um, what happens on a matinee is that, you know, we got people who are tad age-enhanced, okay, and they come with their things, and they listen, and they're very endearing, and they're very, you know, listening a lot, but they're not reactive, and it's usually a smaller crowd, and that's what happened tonight. But we still had fun. We had our own fun. We made up stuff as we went along to add to it, which was pretty brilliant. Hmm. Um, so let's annoy Russ real quick. Ask Russ something poignant and, 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 and pointed. Pointed? No, there was no. No pointed. Wait, I don't do pointed. Get in the mic. Get in the mic. Well, get the mic to me. Thank you. <laughs> and on that note, our Foley artist gave you the sound yeah. that the mic had just been <laughs> dropped, which naturally it hadn't. Dave Foley. Yeah, we could probably do that. So, so what was the question? I forgot. I'll ask you a question. There we go. Yeah. Take it. Wait, wait. Take, take the hill. What category are we talking about here? All right. Is this like Final Jeopardy or what? No. The category is poignancy in your recent experiences. What is the most poignant moment? Not the funniest, not your funniest. I'm going to interrupt you right now. Uh, that's um, poignant. Because, yes. <laughs> Because um, I have a question for everybody here, actually, who was a part of the Robin Hood adventure. Um, this or Robin Hood? Oh, God, that's not fair. <laughs> that's a tough question. <laughs> that's not fair. I can't, I can't, I can't say. I'm going to cover know, my I mean, ears, and you guys can answer honestly. It's kind of like there were two very similar but two very different shows. You know, this one was just wacky, and that one was... Well, here's the thing. Big surprise, I played a dude in bone. So big surprise there. That's true. That is true. Right. Well, and well, just unless you're, unless you're talking father figures, at which point you are not a dude. But well, I was a dude, but I was supposed to be mistaken for a dude, so close to that. Okay. Yeah. In know, all so honesty, like, hey, Gary, you ever been mistaken for a man? Rarely. I just, you know, had to ask. Yeah. In all honesty, I make, uh, you know, I make casting decisions with people who I think are the best for the roles. 
Uh, but when Dory's concerned, I make casting so decisions. So you worried that you cast me in the Shatner-esque role then? Yes, because I see you as an icon of 1950s <laughs> chauvinism. He sees me as a dude. Well, that's what I was getting to, is when I think of Dory, I think of a dude that, and it turns me on. So it, I just... Oh. Yeah. Well, that's news, and I'm glad you came out with that amongst all of us friends. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I want Dory... That. I want Dory in a big handlebar mustache and a broom handle, and I'm wearing a wig. And you can fill in the rest of the blanks. Uh, I'm Okay, I super just got a little wet there. I got nothing. There's a slight chance I won't lose this episode. (laughs) So. God damn it. Anissa! Hey! Yahtzee, number one and a half fan is here now. Hey! No, Anissa is still number one. She was here first. So, um, you know, uh, quick tangent. You mentioned uh, poignant. I don't even know what the word means, but I saw it once in an outhouse, you know, because I'm a construction worker. Uh, Well, actually, no, it was the description of it. I see in very little block letters written with a pencil, somebody wrote, I was 21, she was 78. I put it in her ass. Oh, my God, that means I have a future. I I described it to a buddy, and the only word he said was poignant. (laughs) Poignant. And we have with us the most adorable little uh, couple betrothed ever. couple that are going to get married and dive headfirst into the deep end. You know it. Tell us about it. I'm pretty excited for the deep end. I don't know exactly what's going on down there, but uh, Whoa, wait, is that what we're talking about? Never mind. I, I think I'd like to take back what I just said. It's, it's just the internet. It only lasts for so long. So say whatever you want. Everyone can forget about that. I just said that. Brianna, any thoughts? So how long, how, how long ago did you guys get engaged? In t- what was the story? Tell us the story. Okay, so we got engaged about a month ago. Wow. Scott told me he was going to have a conference in Portland, but it was actually in Colorado Springs. I didn't actually say I was, I didn't say I was in Portland. I said I was kind of near Portland, and depending on if you're in China or not, Colorado is actually kind of near Portland. Okay. Good point, good point. Then I uh, went on a hike. There were some signs that led me to his presence on a rock. Where he was in a cowboy hat. I tried to like, look as rugged as I could. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was in a what? A cowboy hat. So, um, so Scott, have you ever, um, have you ever ridden a horse, Scott? I'm kind of allergic to horses, but I wanted to look like Indiana Jones. It's actually my brother's hat. That's, that's kind of sad, but it's kind of cute because she thinks it's cute. You thought it was cute? Yes, I did it. So that's all that matters. I kind of felt like I was Gary on the Gary and I would have laughed at you. But that's okay. <laughs> Go on. Continue. Continue. So I felt like it was a scene off of The Bachelor. He was on a rock with a blanket on the side of a mountain. There were roses leading down to him. Whoa. Was he wearing a shirt? Yeah, uh, and a vest. <laughs> oh, come on. That's... The vest was my dad's. That's better than no shirt. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? The vest was my dad's. <laughs> and there was wine and chocolate-covered strawberries wow. and roses and cheese and crackers, and uh, we didn't eat any of it. <laughs> and, I de- and I definitely needed to eat some of it because I hadn't eaten lunch, and so my blood sugar started to tank because <laughs> I was pretty anxious. Did you cry? No crying, but I almost fainted. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> so was was there any thought at all? Did you have to go like, well, I don't know. I mean, this is all right, but. <laughs> Technically, before I even had the ring out, she had already said yes. <laughs> so I, yeah, I did say wow. yes. Oh, my God. So it was like a pre-jumping. A pre, pre How long had you guys been dating before? 
I. <laughs> wow, there was too much of a silence there. It was about a year, it was about a year and a couple months. Yeah. Okay. okay. And you met where and how? Oregon at a barbecue. He had a really severe poison oak. It was all up my face. I looked like I had leprosy. I also had a kink in my neck, so I couldn't hold my head straight. They call that the uh, 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 Scar- Scarlet Nightingale? No. Yeah, because leprosy and poison oak is fucking hot. Okay, bottom yeah. line. Yeah. Uh, now, who is that? Uh, the Nightingale. Scarlet. No, it's not Nightingale. Shut up, gay. I actually wasn't interested at the time. But I, but I was. So when was the, when's the date? When's September the date? 3rd. Ooh. But you don't know quite where just yet. We'll know in um, a couple days. What's significant about September 3rd? Why that day? It's the latest we can get married before he has to go to work. Yeah, I work with students, so I'm trying to get it in before they start their fall term. This will be students in Colorado? Well, no, I'll be working out here in Oregon. Oregon State. Yeah. So are you guys going to live here or there? What the hell? I'm confused. <laughs> we're li- visiting. Corvallis. What? No, no, no. We're, yeah, Excellent we're, choice. Excellent. We're living here, uh, and so we're going to get married, have a little bit of a honeymoon, which, let me tell you, I'm pretty excited for that part. It's a good part. That's a good, that sounds like a good part. Yeah. And then... It's, it's okay. <laughs> we're Dor- pretty excited. Dory, please don't burst my bubble quite yet. <laughs> Actually, you're mostly exhausted. It, there's yeah. a lot of like sleeping and trying to recover from the wedding, but go on. Yeah. We, we golly, didn't touch each other for sex. <laughs> <laughs> he has no filter. No, he told me he pooped his pants, so I know he has no filter. <laughs> <laughs> Was it you or someone else that pooped your pants? Definitely me. Okay. Well, you know, it's that kind of honesty. And then we dated the next day. <laughs> this, this, this relationship is built on honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that you don't have to bring the toilet stuff in later because that, that gets awkward. The Some people try to like break the fart barrier in marriage. I just tried to break the poop barrier real quick. I'm sorry. I just if you can't scare her off. Did they say poop? No, we haven't been talking about it. That would be disgusting. What's wrong with you? Your face is wrong with me. It usually is. <laughs> These are two young, wholesome children, and you bring up poop. What can the I, hell? Is it, is it normal for me to say that they're hot? Is that healthy? Can I say they're both hot? You, you, can, you can say it. I can say it like in a, in a grandmother, mother kind of, oh, you're yeah, so hot. Grandmothers you know, always <laughs> use that word in that regard. Yeah. If it's in a grandmother way, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. If it's in an elderly mother, like, like a lady that shouldn't be hitting on me, I, please, do me please, please don't do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> you're you're going to have to get used to that. <laughs> he is a pretty man. He's a pretty like, man. He is a handsome man. He's a handsome little boy. I can say he's a handsome... I say little, because I'm old enough to be your mom. How old are you? 24. I'm old enough to be your mom. My mom's in or, her 50s. Or grandmother. So am I. <laughs> Didn't know that. This is weird that we're going back and forth. Yes, I'm 52. I I'm get hit on by old men, too. Hey-oh. And yeah. normal men. Didn't always, know that. That'll always happen. Yeah. Watch but out it's for happening shit, for him, too, so it doesn't really matter. It feels so, less nice when it's older men. <laughs> <laughs> but old women are okay, and that's what I say. Hell yeah. So you guys are both, you're from Colorado, both, right? Uh, just me. She's from the Portland area. Okay. And you went to OSU? Yeah, I went to Oregon State. Okay, and you met here, and you're going to Colorado for... A dietetic internship. Going to be a dietitian. You? Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, I came out here, we met, then we flopped places. She's living in Colorado, but from Oregon. I'm from Colorado, living in Oregon. Are you Next sure she year. really likes you? Because that's a long way She's to go. She's stuck it out this long. I've tried pretty much everything to push her away. Yeah. 
Well, you've done a fine job. <laughs> I appreciate that, Gary. <laughs> well, Mazel Tov. Being married is the greatest thing there is, I'm telling you. Been married 20 years myself and uh, couldn't be happier with it. And Gary, it's not just because my wife listens to the show. Could you tell me the piece of advice that you gave for marriage again? Yes, I will. I will tell you that. So, Mrs. Electric and I, we make the bed together as often as we possibly can. A, make your bed because nobody makes their goddamn bed. We go to, I go to people's apartments all the time to do work, and there's tens of thousands of unmade beds around here. I'll just tell you that much to begin. But make your bed as a couple. Do it together, but make each other's side because that's human nature to try and do your side better. And then you're making your partner's side better, and it's just a nice thing. And that kind of translates all the way through life. As marriage goes, Dory's going to say something. No, I am not going to say. <laughs> okay, eat a big jungly dick, but fine. Here's the thing, though. No, been married for 127 years. We have. Okay, I've been dating for 203. We look surprising. Okay. So, listen to them because they they make it work. They're the two people that I kind of go. Okay, there's hope for humanity for reals. So, basically, operating within your nature is the thing. If it's your nature to want to be with him and his with you, everything will work out. And all the other stuff along the way is a little bit of road bumps, but if it's your nature. Fine. Excited. It's people that are, are fighting their nature. It's like, oh, I really would rather be doing other stuff. I go and be with my wife. If he joins the military, don't worry about that. Yeah. yeah. That's not going to be me. Not a fighter. Unless... Watch out for Boo. <laughs> I'll watch out for Boo. All right. Well, these two have a place to be. They've got, they got a life yeah, to lead. Do. They're going to go off and, and have beautiful children. It continues. The party rolls on. How we have... There you go. Got that going on. Oh, yeah. We have Tamara. We got Tamara. We got Jess. We got Jess. And it's all happening. Okay. Jess is, Jess is, Jess is bowing out. No, here she, she's back. She's back. It's going to happen. Hello, Internet land. I was trying to make myself taller because I'm very short. Petite. This is good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And... Oh, and me. Hi, I'm Tamara. Hello, Internet Land. I said Tamara. So, we're continuing. How how amazing was this experience overall, as far as plays go? I mean, we've oh, all yeah. done plays, oh, yeah. we've done shows, and uh, I'm I'm kind of left. I was when I was in high school, I did a couple of shows that just left me afterwards like destroyed with this sense of uh, 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 melancholy. Um, what's the word when you walk down the lane where there's the feelings and the, the memory lane kind of thing? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. That's the word. I remember specifically being at a friend's house where their parents had a hot tub. I was out in the hot tub after dark, laying, looking at the stars, and just destroyed emotionally that this play that I'd been in was over because it was such a, a pivotal high school moment for me. Well, you were a sensitive little thing now, weren't you? <laughs> He's adorable, though. I still kind of am, hopefully on both counts. And uh, so this, this kind of has that same feel, man. This was like uh, these are going to be friends and special, fe- special people feeling. And How gay am I, really? Am I pretty, I'm pretty gay. I'm sorry, let me just interrupt for a minute. Just a little uh, bit. Yeah. Electric Gary is probably the gayest straight man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> you got gotta to say that, yes. So, but, yeah, I mean, this wait, wait, this on. felt like a real special Backstage, thing. Backstage, when we're, you know, feverishly doing multiple changes, guess who folds his costumes? Yeah, Electric Gary, <laughs> moving on. Oh. That's, that's just tidiness. Was hoping you wouldn't notice. <laughs> Actually, remember Full House? And, and now they have Fuller House? Fuller House. Yeah. Tanner. What's the guy's name? Danny. Tanner. Danny Tanner, who knew all of the like special ways to clean things. He cleaned his cleaning supplies, as I understand it. Exactly. You really think that his first wife died? So That's me. She didn't. She didn't actually die. She left him, and you know, Uncle Jesse and Uncle Joey, or whatever their balls' names was, weren't actually uncles. It's not as not a wholesome a show as people like to think. 
I see. Okay, then. I you learn something new every day. I think there was maybe a little cross-country skiing going on there. Smidgen. That, if you know what I mean. Smidgen. Yeah. You've heard the Bo Burnham songs. <laughs> it is, after He's all. Funny guy. Oh, Bo. Mm-hmm. Uncle Joey was hilarious. And John Stamos is hot. Yeah. Has not Even aged now. a day. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, he's drinking I the I want ser- this the guy's serum. jeans. Thanks, Grease. Or in his jeans. Yeah. Something. Or both. Yeah, or yeah why either. not both? Yeah. Why not? I mean, shit. Nobody's that straight. <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Dory yeah. keeps walking off. John she doesn't Stamos. care about this show. It's all about her. <laughs> you know what? You need to suck it. Yeah, you guys are. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I get antsy. Okay. Sometimes we forget other people listen to the show. That's a, uh, another thing. Fuck them. Oh, oh, God. Sorry, 840 of you. But here's the thing. I, I get antsy. Okay, when it's just a Gary and I speaking, I don't get antsy because it's like the constant boom, 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 boom. But if someone else is talking, I'll just go, oh, look, a duck. And I'll just fucking walk off. Yeah, but I'm also lining up other guests. If we just flash you instead, Dory, where's the duck? I want the duck. It's right over there. This is a beaver country. It's true. If we just if we flash <laughs> you instead, if we do the show topless, would that help? It, well, yeah, I think it would. Yeah, yeah, it okay, totally yeah. would. I need a few more ciders. So this is a podcast, not like a video. So everyone no. in the audience, just like imagine that we're doing it topless right well, now. We do yeah. some videos sometimes. Picture it. We do some some snaps, if you will. I tried the live stream, but the live stream costs the money, which blows. Yeah. So they cancel your account after thirty days. I'm like, yeah. wah, we're not wah. so much about the money, and nobody does that shit anyway. We'll figure yeah. it out. We'll yeah. Figure it this out. is theater of the mind, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I got very little of that left because I'm on. I've gone from red wine to champagne. Whoa. <laughs> But you skipped the absent. And that's a good reason. That's we, we, we have a, a, a disturbing story about the absent. Yeah, can I just go in there? Yeah, let's go in there. We call this Tangent oh. Lounge because we go on tangents. Yeah, because here's the thing. I love it. Um, when I used to have a condo, I had a, like a 1,200 square foot like fucking rocket condo. That was a nice place. It was a nice place. That all done up. Too pricey. It's a double-gated community in case the riffraff got through the first gate. Exactly. <laughs> Too yeah. pricey, though, for an educator. Right. So, um, but anyway, when I was there, I used to throw a lot of gatherings, a lot of parties. And one time I went, I know, we'll all try absinthe. And the guy at the liquor store was super cool. He's like, you might want to mix it with lemon drop to kill that bitterness, which was actually very, very true. Mm -hmm. And it worked until Electric Gary went from, where'd you go from? Like, you went from like, uh, well, I went from the living room to your bathroom. I remember that part. No went from your yeah your stomach to your to your mouth basically, but oh. I'm saying you went from absinthe to like heroin. What did you do? You went from it was a bad turn. See, I have a very sensitive system. He's of the Asian variety. I am somewhat Asian, dun, which dun, is my excuse dun, for dun, my pussiness. Dun, dun, dun. We don't hate Asians. Dun, and uh, dun, dun. yeah, it. Uh, every time I think it's going to be good, I like I love the idea of drugs. Like, well, you I grew went, up around though, a big dope you smoker. Mixed something with the absinthe, we went. To another alcohol. It might have even been oxygen. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't take much with me. It was carpeting at yeah, that point. At that point, and yes. And he uh, decorated my bathroom. I, um, well, sadly, I plugged her toilet. In. At the time, I, I described it as an obstinate little hippo. But yeah. I don't know why. I mean, And if for some reason, I don't know if it's me that I bring the vomit out in Electric Gary, but I've been with Electric Gary when he has puked twice. Well, and the last time... Just our last record, actually, with uh, with Chad yes. and Michael. Yes. Uh, uh, folks were hanging out after and chatting, and I was getting this feeling, and I'm just kind of keeping the lips so that tight. That was actually vomit number three, then. Yeah, it was. Because the for... moment you guys left, the sink was very nearby, and uh, <laughs> it worked out. Have you guys, Jess and T, have you ever had a moment where you're like, 
I need to vomit, but the cutest person in the world is sitting across from me, and I can't. Yeah. Right now, huh? Yes. Right now, yo, bitch! No, actually, when Dylan and I first started dating, uh, we got, we were at his apartment, and we were just a, we were just a little, little bit very drunk, and uh, <laughs> sitting in an apartment, and I hit, I hit my, my uh, level, where I can't drink anymore, and I wanted to, because I wanted to impress him, because Dylan has like six livers, and I was like, oh, I should keep drinking, I'm drinking three beers, I should keep going. And that was a poor mistake because I woke up the next morning and he was like, I cleaned up your vomit in the living room. Oh, yeah. That's but you have to adorable. do the it was, pre- it was pre. We've been dating for maybe a month at that point. So. See, I need to find a good vomit cleaner. He was, he was very good. He put baking soda down and everything. Genius. Wow. He yeah. clearly has experience. Just a little bit. And you, you strike me as a person who might be on the lightweight side like myself. I, as a four foot nine person, yes, I am quite a lightweight. <laughs> that explains it. I don't have a lot of room. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of room for the alcohols. What's the best tasting puke you ever had? Oh, golly, Jello. <laughs> Honestly. Do you I, love Jello? I don't. I hate Jello, but the worst tasting puke. Now. <laughs> I do now. The worst tasting puke is actually Pepto Bismol. Oh. It's not the taste. It's because you feel betrayed. It's supposed to stop the puke, and then when you puke it up, you're like, you had one job. But it's like a peppermint flavor, right? It like is peppermint puke. It is, but it's no. It's, it did. It's, it didn't do its one job. Its one job is to make you not puke, and you puke it up, and you, so you taste betrayal, and that's the worst taste. Wait a minute. Oh, I can totally get that. That'd be a great name for a band. Taste of betrayal. Taste betrayal. Good night. Come on. <laughs> They'd have to be a screamo band, though, and nobody wants to see that. Oh yeah. I always liked the idea of a band called the Pain of Infle- Infection <laughs> <laughs> or Inflection. You know, that could also be painful. It's true. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So what about your stupid drinking pukes, oh, Tamara? No, Tell me all about it. Spelunking is the next punk band. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Tamara has to have some illness. Come on now. Cough it up. Normally, normally, I'm a very responsible drinker. I'm an adult <laughs> after all. Whatever. <laughs> so I work part-time at a bar in, in Japan, and the bar closed at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh. And Class. in Japan, customers are encouraged to buy the bartender's drinks. So I had been drinking until 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, dear. And then one of the really good bartenders that makes, like, the mixed drinks rather than just, like, shh, little soda, shh, little bit of rum kind yeah, of thing, yeah. said, oh, hang around after work, and I'll teach you how to mix drinks. Oh, no. So we finally left the bar at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. After experimenting, you know, usually entire... what these stories are like. We left at one a.m. One in the afternoon is way worse. <laughs> well, we had the entire bar to work with, so it was like, "What's that dusty blue bottle on the top shelf?" Romulan I ale. Think... <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to put some of that in with. Oh, that green bottle on the bottom shelf. That's oh, a and there's so much weird shit in Japan. Oh my god. And I can't read the bottles. Like, I speak Japanese, that's cool, but I can't read the bottles. So I'm totally mixing drinks based on the shape and color of the bottle itself. (laughs) Never judge a book by its cover. Yeah, I called in sick to work that night. (laughs) (laughs) Because I literally could not move. I was lying on my back in bed. The entire room is spinning. I felt like I couldn't breathe, like my chest was so heavy I couldn't take a deep breath for like 12 hours afterwards. That is the worst. Okay, so are Japanese guys as weird and as boob-grabby as they are made out to be? 
Japanese guys. So, so because you must have stuck out like a sore thumb. Okay, so the history of Japan is really long, but it's changed. But that's the only thing when it comes to Japanese men. Sorry, <laughs> go on. It's changed significantly. So, like, I'm five foot nine. Show off. And when I was in Japan, I was 28, 29, 30. So of the guys my age, none of them were taller than I was. However, the guys like a decade younger, just getting out of high school, I don't know what they started eating, but they were all tall enough that I could wear heels. Ah. So I've heard of Japanese men in Japan having... Their <laughs> shins broken and their bones stretched to get taller because they were going. For, I mean, I imagine they weren't. There's probably differences in nutrition and things happening, but interesting. I don't know of anyone who's had the surgery, but I can totally imagine it. It's a yeah. Russian surgery. I can see that. <laughs> Performed in Japan by Russians. So uh, people are starting to fade out. People are starting to disappear. Yes. I'm feeling kind of sleazy for being here this long. It's only 8.45. Seriously, it's 8.45? If I'm going to be here till 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, I still have. <laughs> you have where's that blue booze at? Yeah. <laughs> something blue, something Somebody green. brought absinthe. Something borrowed. Yeah, exactly. We are gangbanging this thing because it's the, the party's drawing down. we got to get some folks in here. And uh, let's let number one fan Anissa speak first. Come on, Anissa. Anissa. Oh, hey, I'm still number one fan. Dakota hasn't beat me yet. Oh, he might hear you. Now. It's on. Turf war. Absolutely. Dakota, did you hear that? Anissa's cl- calling herself number one fan. So we're calling this the oh, finale of the cast party. Big finger. Things are happening. Everybody feels like they're a part of things here. Clearly your number one fan via weight. <laughs> I use you with my sleep timer on so I can go to sleep at night. Bell. Sorry. What? Oh, you, you do listen to the show. Of course. But we put you to sleep. I'm now, on my sixth one. That's awesome. It's, it's a soothing thing. We're here to soothe. And you've heard Anissa? Yes. Okay. Yes. But sometimes Dory's cackle wakes me up as I'm drifting. Yeah. I yeah. often think of Anissa as I fall asleep as well. Hey-oh. Okay, we then. behind you, Electric Gary, as it were. Let's let everybody else talk. John. Uh, yes, thank you for letting me in with the rest of the people not interesting enough to get their own separate Woo! podcast. <laughs> the only reason we're doing this is because Gary has to get home. Seriously, oh, okay. that's the only reason. Yeah. Sure. I turned into a pumpkin. Yeah, I've listened to your podcast for a while. It's it's kind of cool when I'm not on it, so it must be even better now. So, yeah, there you go. Big improvement. Big improvement. Get Nathan in there. Nathan, get in here. I was 100% your, convinced your podcast was a strip joint up until you guys told me it was a podcast. <laughs> no, that's that's Humpty's dump, dude. So, for Mr. thank you for having me. Yeah, we're for real. We got, we got. He was way more excited until he realized what it was. Didn't you promise me we could talk about my Save the Children Foundation? Okay, that's a joke from the show. No one will know. Can I talk about my Slave the Children Foundation? It's slightly different. That's more Chinese. And more is here. More, tell us about you. Well, everyone's looking at me. Like, I should be upset that John's thinking about Anissa, but that's okay with me. I'd be thinking about her, too. That's very nice. John and Maura, our married couple of the longest amount in 30 years to bring a little, uh, okay, a little wisdom here. Dakota is coming in with... Coming some, in hot? He's a little, he's a little of a clamped right now. Coming uh-huh. in hot. I would just like to say, Anissa, that I play for keeps, and I am the actual number one fan. <laughs> Have you made Dory her personalized mug? 
That I is not, a fact, I mister. I actually streamed this show in my office at work and almost got in trouble because you should not stream this show in your office Sometimes at work. we say <laughs> fuck. Yes, but. <laughs> wow, okay then. Because Whoa. of the confidentiality statements that I make my clients sign, I cannot say that. That would be Kenny Robles. How did we go from, we went from innocent group podcast well that's why you shouldn't listen to the show at work right it's always going to go there val really quick i gotta i gotta point out in the show there's a point where my character says to val's character how well val asked me uh what's a reasonable budget for that for uh, that uh, bay window and at one point when i said you could never afford it and immediately got a fuck you man yeah i actually (laughs) said that i don't think anyone else heard it i saved it for you i so appreciate that that was chambered and ready to go there was not a breath that, that's the one that got. That's me. why it came back. It was uh, it was suggested that that be the, the the standard, and it's such a shame we didn't get to do the show more, and uh, really draw this thing out. I know it was my first time to act on a stage since high school. Thirty five years. Wow. Years. Well, Mazel Tov, welcome back. Yeah. Will you do it again? Well, I do improv with open source. That's true. Which we also call open source. Ah. Shanker. <laughs> I got Shanker. it. Exactly. <laughs> Those of us who have had shankers know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, wonderful. I so appreciate everybody being here, and uh, let's call that the Tangent Lounge. I'm Gary. Yay! Yep. And I'm here, too. Everybody's here. One last shot from Anissa. Come on, one, number one fan, get in here. Have a great night, everyone. Thank La- you for listening. Last one to speak gets the spot. You have been lounged. <laughs> <laughs>